Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. What do you do when your child has a full-blown meltdown? You know, often kids, when they get angry, they just, we, we don't identify what really is at the root, and we don't know how to resolve that anger. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta, and today we're going to hear from Tricia Goyer. She wrote a book called Calming Angry Kids, and here's some of what she learned as she talks with Jim Daly. With the four girls that you adopted, you had a particular story. What happened that really showed this anger within that setting? So when we brought the girls home, um, we would have situations where a small thing would, all of a sudden, it would be this huge angry moment. So I remember one of my daughters was angry at me. She's yelling at me, and all of a sudden she takes off and heads upstairs. I'm thinking, well, maybe she's going to go calm down. My other daughter runs down and says she's trying to climb out the window. Well, this is a two-story window, so uh-huh. I'm trying to get up there and calm her down. And because her sis- she's mad at me, her sister's also mad at me, so I have two girls yelling at me. I'm trying to pull one in the window, and the third is crying, saying, you're going to ruin this, you're going to ruin this, they're going to send us away too. So not only am I dealing with the one angry child, but then we have a second angry child who's angry joining in her sister, and the third that's upset because all of a sudden she thinks we're going to send her away because she's seen this behavior before and other families have sent them away. Yeah. I, in so many ways, you've become an anger expert. <laughs> I mean, when you look at it. I you, wish I wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. Yeah. What is behind that anger that you see in all children, uh, those that are dealing with anger? What's at the core of most of this? Yeah, the core of most of this is there is something in their past that is triggering the current moment. So if I'm not giving attention, they may feel like they're being abandoned. And so all of a sudden, these small emotions turn into big things because they are worried about what's going to be happening. So I have another example. Um, One of my little girls, who's six at the time, got burned. Uh And I was helping her deal with the burn. So I'm putting ointment on it. And her older sister, who was 14 at the time, says, I burned myself last night, too. Can you help me? And I said, I'll help you in a minute. And that me not tending to her in that moment brought up all the emotions of people pushing her away, telling yeah. her she's not important. All of a sudden, she's running away. We were out camping. She's packing her bags. She's running through the woods. She's running away. So this little thing for me just saying, I'll help you in a minute, turns into I'm not wanted. I'm not loved. I'm not right. cared for. So there's something internally that's going on in the child where it seems like a pretty innocent conversation or comment turns into a bigger thing. So there's really something that's going on yeah. in the root of that. Well, Tricia, the, the difficulty for us as parents is that we're working out of a logic base, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's completely logical. She's just burned herself. You're helping the one daughter. This other daughter, there is so much more in that request. But when you deal with logic, I mean, I'll get to you in a minute. Just hang on. How else could you have dealt with that that would have had a better outcome? Right. And I think in the moment, I didn't know that's how it was going to turn out. It just made me aware in the future to be understanding, like, I promise, you know, I love you. I care for you. I will help you. So making those qualifying statements statements ahead of time and letting her know. And even, you know, when I go on a trip, they say, you're abandoning me, you know, because they have these emotions inside. I'm not. I'm going on a trip for work. I'll be back. I promise. You know, I'm not going to leaving you. And so all these situations where it seems like it's minor little things end up being a bigger issue. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's some mom saying, Trisha sounds so calm. And I wish <laughs> that when my children had an issue before they blow up that mm-hmm. I could just do that. What, what's going on there? Well, you know, 
I didn't think I had an anger problem until I had these kids in my home that were pushing my buttons. And I would find my voice rising, my fist balling up and so angry. And one thing that helped me, I was talking to a therapist about it. And she says, they want you to escalate because when you escalate, suddenly it's not about their issue. It's about you. It's so, a soothing mechanism. Yeah, well, they, they when, soothe themselves. They, yeah, because all of a sudden they're a victim. Right. So if I'm yelling at them. And saying, go to your room and don't talk to me that way. All of a sudden, they're like, you're mean. You're yelling at me. So it's not about whatever they were in trouble for or whatever they're dealing with. All of a sudden, they became a victim. And she says, you know, so they want you to do that. So when you're able to keep yourself calm, then you can focus on what the real issue is, what's going on with them. And so when they try to push the buttons, she says, if you can stay calm, you win. And they don't become a victim. And she said, you will, they will find people to become victim to their whole life if you let that become a pattern. Uh, mm. I really like that. If you can stay calm, you win. Trisha Goyer is so knowledgeable. I mean, she's experienced so much in her own life, and she shares so transparently. Um, Danny, I'm sure that as a counselor, one of the things you see a lot of is angry kids. Um, yeah. what, do you, what, what are you observing there? What, what are the reasons and how best to handle that? Yes, there have been plenty of moments in the office. Oh, yeah. with, with, with I wasn't angry. thinking in the office, but yeah, you probably have had some things get broken maybe from kids. Yeah, I've had the door slammed, a kid walk out, a parent walk out. I mean, it, anger is definitely something that's pervasive just in our culture and families. And yeah. it, it really comes from other feelings such as anxiety or worry or even modeling, you know, some modeling that somebody has received that this is how you just handle things. You're just, you're angry and then maybe eventually get your way. And it's, it's usually a lot of ingredients put together. Uh, you have stress, you have uh, the, the anxieties and the worries. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have control or someone else is not listening to me. And just these anxieties start to pile up. And then all of a sudden you have an angry moment. And for, for parents, may, many times we end up focusing on the moment of anger yeah. rather than helping the child become self-aware and really think through, okay, let's calm down to really think through where this began because it's something you emotionally ate way back here. And now it's, it's interacted in your body with lots of other things and now it's coming out. And with some kids, you can have fun with the analogies that that looks like maybe throwing up or other things that happen that we eat things at certain times, and then later on our body's still processing and dealing with that. Mm. And emotionally, we sometimes we eat certain things. So that, a good question is, what do you think you ate emotionally back here? Or what happened back here that now it's exploding here, yeah. and you just threw up on me? So I'm cleaning this up. Help me understand where this came from. Now, is there ever a time when a child is going to say, I have no clue, and you think you know? And uh, is the door open for me to say, well, I wonder if... Well, let's explore, right? I mean, that's partly the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You could actually say, hey, let's be explorers here, depending on the age, right? Uh, let's, let's be detectives. Let's look into where this happened. I think that maybe it happened back here. Am I right? And, mm -hmm. and being open to the fact that they may say, no, you're not right. Well, then let's, let's figure out where this began or what it mixed with. Yeah. Some kids are very artistic, so you can start to draw pictures with young kids, as to what things started to push their buttons and created a feeling of frustration. And that self-awareness for young kids is very important. Yeah. So they know when to trigger self-control and patience to be able to handle those strong emotions that begin to 
kind of pop inside, and then all of a sudden you have a flip lid running around. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to land right there, just the, the flip lid imagery. <laughs> um, and if this is an issue that you are resonating with and you want some help, Tricia Goyer has that great book about kids who are angry. It's called Calming Angry Kids, Help and Hope for Parents in the Whirlwind. And uh, we want you to have this book. Contact us today. Ask about it. If you can, make a donation of any amount, uh, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, to support Focus on the Family. We'll send a complimentary copy of the book to you as our way of saying thank you. And all the details about the book, ways to donate, and other help is in the show notes. Next time, more from Tricia. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller on behalf of Danny Huerta and the rest of the team. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.